So this time, um, I was thinking of talking briefly about nostalgia and how it can be, at least kind of in the way I see it, it can be kind of a, a good thing, but oftentimes also a very bad thing. Um, so when you yearn, when, when people get nostalgic, you know, they yearn from a time and, you know, a place, a setting, but most importantly, a feeling from the past, you know, something that's over. And now that we look back upon it, realize was something that we enjoyed so much, you know, everything was just perfect. It was a perfect moment or period of time or whatever. And we, you know, you, you want to capture that because life is fleeting and you want to never forget that feeling. And you, you would give, you know, you would think about giving a lot to go back then to, to feel that once again, the way you did before. To me, that's generally, you know, how you see nostalgia, just a yearning for something else that existed before. The issue with nostalgia that I see, you know, it has, and it's good. It's good to remember things well, to have good memories, you know. Um, it's worth it. It also keeps you grounded. Helps you, you know, you can look back on them, reflect, and, you know, through, over time, realize things about it and about yourself that you didn't necessarily know before or agree with or even like you know be able to consider um it's good it's good to be nostalgic but only to a certain extent i think um you know the a great example of this would be politically um for anyone who's interested and i really don't give a shit what you think about it so oh well um you know if you don't like it oh well if you do great you know you fighting the good fight. Uh, I'm a kind of a Bernie supporter. Uh, I will be doing a write-in for him for this election year, uh, the 2020 year. Um, he won't win, but at the end of the day, it, even though I might throw away the vote, I want my vote to mean something for myself. I don't want it to mean something to choose the lesser of two evils, because that's not what this year, well, that's what the, kind of every single election ever is. Um, but I just feel like I believed a lot in what Bernie, you know, kind of stood for. Some of it was a little weird, but for the most part, I was full on, you know, feel the burn. I was feeling the burn. And, uh, so it mean a lot to me to do it. I understand that it's kind of a wasted thing. I'll look back on it. But, you know, it's something I'll look back on and, um, you know, through the lens of nostalgia, kind of feel proud about myself for, I'm sure. Maybe I'll regret it and I won't look at it very nostalgically. But uh, <laughs> I feel like it would be something that, you know, I stood for what I really believed in. I put my foot down on my morals. But, um, sorry, I'm going to get a drink of water. Um, where was I? Oh, you looking? But one of the th- negative ways I'll think about nostalgia is 
again, politically is very easy um, at this current moment. So we'll see what happens. Um, that's why I feel like the, an effective nostalgia is why Trump got elected and why why he'll probably win again, to be honest. Um, I feel like it's more 50-50 than anything, but I feel like if it's a straight up 50-50, it's still somehow in Trump's favor. Um, and I know he's incumbent and all that shit, but, but, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, like, the you know, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of old people in this country. There are more young people, but thing is, more old people vote, like, consistently. So they kind of get what they want, right? There's the ones with money as well, especially this fucking baby one. They're fucking nuts, but everyone's with money, so they get say. So whatever they kind of want is kind of what happens for the most part. Generally, the election goes. Um, it things don't change very quickly. They change very slowly. Um, but they kind of were getting fed up and then Trump shows up and he's just, he's one of them. He's one of the, the guys from the good old days and he's saying rat, like crazy things, but the whole time he's producing a giant sense of nostalgia for, you know, make a great again, you know, it implies that back then. The, you know, the good old days, this was a great country and is not anymore. And with him, we're going back. And he's done some things that I personally do not like. Um, but the, I know uh, m- most of my older relatives, probably all of them, honestly, um, are very pro-Trump. And I guess I kind of just feel that way. Um, you know, like what he's saying, bringing a nostalgic... And like, like rose tinted glasses effect to the whole f- planet. Remember when factory jobs were here and China took them? No, China didn't take them. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I guess you can make the argument it took them. But companies here in America and everywhere else in the fucking world realize that China has like no labor laws. So they sent them over there and then people make fucking, some of them make sense a day. They're probably lucky to make what would be considered minimum wage here. Some of those fucking people, a lot of those fucking people, but since, but it doesn't, they don't give a shit about ethics because the point of a company, okay, like Donald Trump has many companies. Point of a company is to make money. And if you're a businessman, you run companies. Everything is about fucking money. At the end of the day, money must triumph over everything else in your life. That's what the fuck it is. That's how you become successful is by cutting off your personal life and devoting yourself to this unattainable, you know, idea of wealth and power, right? And they fucking do it. The problem is people like that only ever have their best interest in mind. For You always protect number one, okay? So that's what Trump also does. On top of telling what the, these people what they want to hear, so – and – like, he's not like the other ones. He's he's different. He's not a politician. He's not going to be like... That's not a good thing. That's not the people who should be in charge of a country. Like, a point of a country isn't to make profit. So, but that's what it's turned into. Especially under him. Fucking, fucking Republicans, man. Um, 
but Trump had won, and I honestly, again, 50-50, but it's 50-50, I still think it's in his favor somehow, um, that's how I think he might win again, these old people don't care because people don't like to change, okay, like, there's certain ways, I'll, I'll talk about changing people's minds later, because that's something else that I think about a lot, but at the end of the day, um, you know, an old dog can't really learn new tricks very easily, it gets harder, so, like, like, you know, that's why fucking our parents, I'm 20, so, you know, well, not my parents, um, me personally, um, but are so against, like, rap music, right? Because they fucking love Led Zeppelin and fucking Bon Jovi and Journey and all that shit. Classic rock for them is the shit. My parents, it was, well, my, for my mother and stepdad, I guess, it was more like, uh, um, like, new metal, like, Linkin Park, Breaking Benjamin, Nickelback, all that shit. Like, that was their shit. But your grandparents are all, like, Elvis, the Beatles, fucking all the hair bands and all that shit. And they hate rap. Why? Because it's something new. Right before, like when rock and roll was coming out, it was like it was it was terrible. It was the worst thing. They literally went to court over rock and roll uh, with fucking what was it, Twisted Sister? All right, he testified before Congress and all this shit. And um, before that, you know, it was like the like the Beatles. The Beatles might be considered like hardcore rock. Like they were they were nice to listen to, right? And yet people fucking hated them. They were, like, as much as they were popular with young people, they were despised in, in fucking Elvis. Oh, my God. He's, he's acting black. It's fucking wild. He shook his hips. He can't beat the... Bro, you're ridiculous. How, like, how can you be nostalgic about that and feel good and yet at the same time see the hypocrisy, right? You can't hate the young people for what they like especially because it doesn't affect you, you know, but like see that you probably did the exact same thing in your life. Everybody's a rebellious teenager. You find out what you like, you don't like, and you have, you feel this need to exert it upon the world and show yourself, right? That's just kind of how it is. That's the whole human experience. Fucking throwing yourself out there. Well, like, you did the same thing when you were our age. And you made your parents pissed off. Like, I'm sure to someone, Beethoven was, like, some newfangled shit that had to be erased. Like, whatever the fuck came before, like, classical music like that. What fucking tribal shit? I don't even know. But, you know, old people look at that, and then eventually, even I will one day. You, me, will, everybody. But always look back on the past and our good experiences as, like, perfection one day. And we're going to be against whatever is new. Apparently because it's new. And we're scared of new things because it could be dangerous, right? But also because it might go against what we like, you know? I don't know what the fuck is going to come after rap. Like, whatever synth bullshit is, is going to be. At the end of the day, I'm probably not going to like it. Because it's not what I'm growing up with now. But I hope that I'll still be conscious of myself enough and, you know, rational 
and logical to any degree to be to realize that I don't have to understand it. You know, I don't I don't have to dislike it just because I don't see the appeal. Like people like candy a lot. You know, I don't like candy that much. I don't hate people who eat a lot of candy. I like chocolate. Like, so I can coexist with people who like that. My friends and I, we have a really big running joke about, um, which, if apple juice or orange juice is better. Out of the four of us, three say orange juice is better, and I'm the only one who says apple juice is better. And they just, like, meme on me. They just fucking bash it. And at the end of the day, it's like, just because we disagree doesn't mean I should hate someone. Especially for something as trivial as something like, like, you know, the fucking music or art or movies or humor and all, you know, all the other PC bullshit that people always get angry about. Even the boomers who hate, claim they hate PC, they're fucking PC. All right. Just in their own way. They got fucking boomer PC. The dumbest shit, the dumbest beings on the planet. But, um, you know. That's the dumb shit about nostalgia. It's terrible. It's beautiful because it allows us to to stay anchored and to have experiences that go, this really defined me as a human being, right? Like this was perfect enough for me to remember forever for my whole life and still feel like it was fantastic every single time I remember it, right? Well, it's just dangerous. Especially with the sentiment going around politically. Right? Like, like I really don't want Nazis to become a thing again. Right? Neither do people in Germany. So they don't put up statues of fucking Nazis. Okay? Because at the end of the day, they the Nazis lost. And even the most of the German people were so fucking appalled that they're like, never again will we want something like this. That. And yet people still fucking want it, right? But most people don't. Most people aren't fucking retards like that. Or at least, you know, not on their every day-to-day life. But... The greatest country on earth puts up statues of fucking slave owners and KKK members and fucking Confederate soldiers and generals and bullshit. They directly opposed our current, like, generally more liberal thing. Even even compared to, like, now, right? And, like, they lost. At the end of the day... They, like, the losers don't get to write history, but they got to still write their own history. They, like, in their books, they still won, even though they lost. Like, they knew they lost, but they, like, what the fuck is that? Right? So how can people still be worshipping things like that? Why would those, like, it's terrible that those things were ever built in any fucking capacity. But that people still care about them? And they debate taking them down? What the fuck are people thinking? Right? Like something like the Confederacy and like that issue. The thing is, the thing, it existed for like, what, seven years? And they lost. What kind of fucking heritage is that that you want to protect? What a fucking dumbass. My Confederate heritage 
It's like, right, well, unless you're like fucking uh, like Stonewall Jackson. Like if you're not, if it's not someone fucking important and famous to the to the history of America, who gives a shit? All right, just your great your great 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 grandfather was a fucking private who died at Gettysburg. Right as it started, like need more water. So these, so nostalgia is crazy, and problem is. Because of something like nostalgia, we stick to our beliefs from way long ago and like the fundamental, you know, building blocks of who we are now. That's our ego, right? And it's, it's a, you can't really break those walls, you know. People, and that's why you have like why politically this country so fucking charged. People just attack. The problem is you don't change someone's... Okay, this is, this is how you change someone's mind. Um, or at least the most efficient, real way. You know, you don't, like, convince someone this way. But you, you, you have to... Basically, to change someone's mind, you need... You can't, you can't use rational thought. You can't be logical, Okay. Like, about something that they really care about. Like, you want to do, like, like, a, like uh, people who are in favor of, like, still just drone striking fucking Iraq or Syria or Afghanistan or wherever the fuck we're hitting with giant missiles, right? Or, or it's, it's probably better. Like, kids in Africa, starving kids in Africa. And people be like, I don't give a shit. Let those kids starve, right? There are people like that on this fucking planet. They genuinely do not care for the, 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 the terrible and genuine suffering. Of, of other human beings on the planet, which can be dealt with and, and, and fixed if people just gave a shit, right? Easily could be fixed if people just care about other people. But we're all shooting. Anyway, you don't tell them by going, well, all these kids starve a year. Look at these pictures of these kids. Look at, you know, look at this trailer and this documentary about how horrible it is here. And I went there and I, you know, that uh, you don't do that. That's not how you change it. You truly want to change someone's mind about caring about those kids in Africa. You take them there. You you have to make. You can't be logical. You need to make an emotional appeal to 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 it. Right. You want to change their mind about kids in Africa. You need to show them real suffering from kids in Africa. Um, shit's crazy, but. Some, like that's what it takes. You have to move their emotions, their heart, because <laughs> humans are emotional beings. Everybody, like we, we rational thought and logic and shit like that are just concepts we made up. They kind of work. They kind of work. You know what I mean? But like, they're fucking stupid. They're concepts. They're not. They're not straight facts. They're just things. Like, who decides what's rational? Be rational, but well, and so what? But anyway, you appeal to a sense of emotion, and you you got to tug on the heartstrings, right? Like, like you ever you ever go on fit <laughs> you ever go on Facebook, right? And you see these short little shitty ad videos in your timeline of like, this guy with cerebral palsy, like 
he he he's never sat still and every single day of his life he's got fucking bullshit you know he, he's got to move and all the time he's jittery he's terrible he's living a terrible painful life and they hit like a blunt or something like that and they just chill for hours and you're like holy shit that's kind of crazy why don't we just do this right i mean not that doesn't get to everybody and really kind of doesn't get to me either um to, you know to some degree um but it's that it's like wow if you like if you were that person if you were connected to that like you say you were that person's parent take care of this guy your whole life is disabled he can't do it all this bullshit and you love him so much right and you put up with it and then they still can't calm down and you just give them a hit of a blunt or like smoke a bowl or they they, they hit a pen or whatever the fuck they do and once they're high they can just relax and calm down if you saw that or, or people who are colorblind and they get those glasses that can let them see color. There are so many videos of people literally just seeing color and crying immediately. That's how you do it. You literally change the foundation of something they believe, which in that case would be something like, you know, how they see the world. But, you know, in, in, like you have to do that. You want to you want to talk about you know gun control. You want to convince someone that you know we need more gun control. Uh, these school shootings and you know mall shootings and all this movie theater, all that bullshit is terrible. Whichever way you lean, I don't give a shit. Um, you always have dumb arguments and are stupid. Um, you know, I mean it sounds terrible, but like you. It, it doesn't matter to you until it affects you personally. All the people who are against it and, like, and all those NRA bullshit people, you know. Like, if their kid was at school and they got fucking shot, they would be done for. Especially because of their fucking beliefs. The, the, the amount of emotional trauma. Not like, holy shit, my, you know, life is different now. It's literally just like, holy shit, this thing I care about. The emotion behind it. Is what does it to people. And unless it's empathy and all that shit. That's how I see it. You have to. You have to make them empathize. With what you want. That's how you do it. You have to change the heart. Not the mind. You know some things like. Mom dad can we buy a puppy. You know or like. Mom I want to eat McDonald's. Can we do this or whatever. Right. Can't really be. You don't have to change your mom's heart. To go to McDonald's. You don't have to, like, make this grand gesture or something or whatever. You just need to, like, you know how to ask mom for McDonald's and be told no every time. Um, but to, re- like, to really change what someone believes in, not not a choice they're making or something like that, but something that you firmly, truly believe in, you need to appeal to emotion, not logic. Because that's what counts for fucking humans because we're terrible super flawed beings um it was just on my mind you know something running around the old dome uh some family over and uh i wasn't there for super long while they were there i got home from work late then stayed for a little bit about half an hour went to the gym for like 50 minutes came back and they were still there for another like 45 minutes and the whole time they were still being political um, so it just got it on my mind that the only reason people support, you know, someone like Trump 
is because of a sense of nostalgia. And, and that's the dangers of, you know, the good old days. And then changing people's mind is something... I watch a Call of Duty YouTuber. Um, uh, and years ago, like during like Call of Duty Ghost times, so like, what was that, like 2014 or whatever? Uh, he made a video called How to, like how to change someone's mind and he was talking about it and now that I've grown up I've kind of realized that that's how it is you know in a more professional setting you can't really emphasize you know but about something that's more you know a personal or even like political thing you need to be engaging don't care about stats or facts or logic or whatever because it's, it's, that's not part of the human heart, you know? Um, but changing someone's mind, you have to appeal to emotion. And that's how you get it done. To change from the inside instead of you trying to change from the outside. Um, but it's something that he talked about in a video. And it was intriguing to me at the time. But since I've done more stuff, you know, um, and lived a lot more life, I kind of see like, and after taking psychology, um, when I was in high school, I took AP psychology and it was terrible, but I also loved every minute of it. Um, shout out Dr. Shiota, uh, wherever you are. Um, it was just something on my mind. You know, I think a lot, especially now I have a very, a much more like, I guess, loose way of thinking for a little while now. Um, and I, I like to be more introspective and try to think, even if it's things that aren't necessarily news to anyone or like a, a crazy new radical idea. If there's still, you know, if it's, it's still new to me or I already knew about it, but like I really think about it and maybe I glean something else from it or something. But the foundation was like, it doesn't matter whether I knew about it or not to begin with. Or was told about it, just like an idea. Like I watched a YouTube video on it or anything. I feel like just thinking. Even if it's not completely original or radical or anything. Just thinking is very healthy. Uh, that's a part of life. You know, that uh, should be done. Thinking is great. I mean, you don't have to think about everything. And be thinking about crazy, complex, philosophical, mind-bending shit all the time. You know, sometimes you just got to focus up on something or sometimes, you know, you just want to think about dumb stuff or just pass the time, whatever. But to truly try to be introspective and think, but not just like think, but engage those thoughts and go layers deep is great. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting kind of rambly, um, kind of off topic from the main thing, so. I think it's about where I'll end it. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't really have a schedule for this thing. Um, I don't know if I ever will. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I don't quite know how to, like, there's no option to, like, mute myself during all this. So you guys will probably hear that. If not, I somehow figured out a way to cut it on this crappy app. Um... You know, I'm just going to end it here. Um, but no set schedule. You kind of just freeform, you know, whenever I'm just, that's something I'm really thinking about. I go for a walk. 
I got something running out in the old dome and I'm walking, I'll record something. So, you know, talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Bye-bye.